0: Let's pursue an abundant life. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit Podcast. This is the last week of 2021. How did we get here? I don't know. After surviving another crazy year, we are at the precipice of closing a chapter down. This is that week that Everyone on social media is just like, it's the black hole week. It's the week where you don't know what day it is. It's not time to start your new diet, but the holidays are over. And so it's just this mystery week. But I wanted to bring us back to this present moment. Before we close this chapter, wash your hands of this year Before we rush off to 2022, I want us to take some time to pause and reflect. There's a story in the scriptures. It's probably one of my favorite stories because it is so telling to the nature, the divine nature of love, our God. It's a story that starts off with a prophet. This prophet is re- requested by God to marry a prostitute, which it's crazy when you think about it, you know, in our day and age, it would be like a really good Christian pastor going into the ghetto and finding a hooker on the corner, falling in love with her and making him making her his wife it's just kind of such a crazy story and not only that but it was god that asked him to do it so he marries this woman he takes her in loves her and they have children together but over time she decides to go back to prostitution so she leaves her children she leaves her husband and goes back into the night, selling herself to men. And, you know, human nature, we're like, wash your hands of her, like walk away. That's what you get anyway, right? Like, what do you expect marrying someone like that? But he does something so interesting. He goes and pursues her in her waywardness, in her rebellion, her rejection, whatever her motive was for leaving her family behind, her children. I mean, can you imagine as a mother to reject your children, to go and live such a sordid lifestyle? And yet her husband, his name is Hosea, he goes and gets her And says, I will love you no matter what. No matter how many times you leave, I will come for you. I love you. And no matter what you do, I will pursue you. The reason why God asked this man to do this is because it was a demonstration of the love, the divine, unconditional love that the divine spirit of all, how he perceives humans. No matter how many times we go back to the gutter, no matter how many times we lose our way, get disillusioned, self-absorbed, fall off the wagon, no matter how many times we do the things that we hate that we do, the love, the divine, unconditional love meets us every time. The story goes on, and this is the part that really gets me, because God is so angry with the people, the humans that they are, He begins to talk about how terrible these people are. They have become corrupt. They are lawless, out of control, just losing it. Everything that is divinely ordered, they have rejected. The the boundaries of love, the goodness that we know and appreciate giving and receiving and kindness and love and generosity, the, the good things that, that are foundational in the law of love, they rejected. And they went their own way, becoming very self-absorbed. They began to just anger God. And for pages after pages, he talks about how he's going to reject them and punish them. And you can feel his anger in these pages. And you're thinking, oh, shoot, this is going to be bad. And you kind of get this fear that this is how it is for us. This is how God looks at us as people. He's so angry when we lose our way and we look around the people around us and we can we, we have our measuring stick and we say oh look they're out of sync they're out of alignment they're re- they're rejecting the laws of God and now look the bad things are going to happen to them but there's something very interesting there's a pivot in the story and this pivot I feel is so many times missed there's a there's a brief moment after this raging of, of, of God's anger, he pauses and he says something so telling. He says, my heart is changed within me. All my compassion is aroused. I will not carry out my fierce anger nor will I turn and devastate Ephraim. Ephraim was one of the groups of people that he was talking about that he was so angry at. He continues by saying, for I am God. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we now know who God is. For I am love and not man. The Holy One among you, I will not come in wrath. Now, I want to take just a couple seconds to sort of unpack what this means. As I began to really pull apart our Christian narrative and really look, dive deeper, because I feel like a lot of times we've actually missed the the whole picture we we don't i don't think even now as i have begun to really explore the depths of love and this this enigma that we've called god i i, I be, the more i begin to just really begin to open and broaden my vision i realize how much i really don't understand and how much i really don't know but there's a there's a there's a nugget here for us to take with us in this knowing i've begun to understand what makes god god what makes love love this unchanging unmoving is a a a law similar to gravity or similar to electricity it's unchanging in its nature, it has a set pattern that it follows always. God is just the same. Love is just the same as the law of gravity or the law of electricity, unchanging and unmoving. So even this thinking substance was so angry and saying, All the things that I could do to punish you for what you are doing, your waywardness, your rejection of the divine flow that I have established for you. I've shown you if you follow these guidelines, if you stay within these boundaries, goodness will follow you all the days of your life. And yet you rejected these things. And now I can just, mm, I could just punish you for these things. But see, that punishment is outside the structure of the law of love. He said, I am God. I am love. I am not man. It is human nature to punish someone beyond what they have done, right? Somebody does something to us. It is within us to retaliate and to give them what they have done to us. But see, that's not the nature of love. The unconditional nature of love is I will love regardless of what you respond to. Back to me because God is love his very nature is love even if outside of himself the creatures that he created reject and respond with rebellion or hate his nature does not change he is the purest of love He cannot be as man is. You do this to me. Well, I'm going to do it right back to you because that would be that would be changing of his nature. He is not like man. He is consistent and always pure in love. So he says, I will not come in wrath. What does this have to do with the last week of the year? As you continue reading this story, there is another nugget, a page over, that really, really begins to tie this all together. Because it's it's our human nature, you know? This story was written probably, I'm guessing, maybe like 4,000 years ago. And you would think after 4,000 years... Uh, humans would have evolved a little bit. You know, we might have grown in our understanding of who we are. Mm, no, not really. We're still pretty dumb and we have hard head and we ta- it takes a lot for us to learn these lessons and how we can stay in the divine flow. Well, here's the human nature that, that happens and what goes on. So he talks about, what he did. He said, but I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. So if you don't know the whole story, these were people that were slaves in Egypt and God, the divine flow made it possible for these people to be freed from slavery. And he said, you should acknowledge no other God but me, no savior except me. This divine mind of love. I cared for you in the desert. When you were at your most vulnerable place, when you were at your lowest, I cared for you in the land of burning heat. So at your lowest point, I revealed my nature To you, I showed you the divine law of love. I showed you what you can do to get into harmony with my nature, to reap the benefits of the nature that I pour out, the goodness that flows from me. I am pure goodness, I am pure love. When you get in harmony with me, you will experience the desires of your heart, the abundant flow that comes from me. So when I fed them, they were satisfied. All right, this is where it all starts coming out as our human nature. So in in the burning heat of the desert, he cared for them. They began to awaken into the awareness Of the divine flow and their source was coming from not from themselves but from a higher source and he fed them and they were satisfied when they were satisfied they became proud then they forgot me this right here i'm going to repeat what it says when I fed them, they were satisfied. When they were satisfied, they became proud. Then they forgot me. So this is our human nature right here in a nutshell. I don't know how many times Matt and I in our own personal life have marched around the same mountains we, we walk ourselves, we dig ourselves a new ditch, we find ourselves in a royal mess in our life, and it's this pattern that I've noticed that happens. When we are at our lowest point, we begin to ask the questions, why? How did this happen? We seek help. We seek the answers to eradicate this negative life that we're living in, right? Debt, sickness, all these things that we are trying to reg- like get out of our life, we begin to say, what is it? What is this? How, how did this happen? So in that desert place, that low, vulnerable place, we seek and discover the divine mind of God. We discover the law of of love and in this place, we begin to build a new foundation. We begin to get into harmony with that divine mind. We begin to follow the guidelines, and we understand what I give, I will receive. We are in a humbled place knowing that we are not the source of all good in our life. We recognize that there is a source beyond us that this goodness flows from. And we begin to reap the benefits of getting in harmony with this. Matt and I, I can remember when we began to change our thoughts from scarcity to abundance, when we cut out all negative talk out of our vocabulary, and we began to keep our eyes focused on goodness, The what we said, we were constantly eat, sleep, and breathing the divine abundant flow of love. We began to see and feel the benefits in our life. We got financially, we began to grow financially. We began to have more freedom in our life. We began to have opportunities show up in our life, and our life became so much better. But then what happens after you're fed, you're satisfied. And when you're satisfied, you become proud. What happens when you become proud? Unconsciously, subconsciously, you begin to slack on your good diligence, your your hard work. You begin to kind of sit back on your haunches and you kind of, you know, relax and, and, and just kind of think, you know, I got this. I got this. This is amazing. And you begin to slip back into your old ways. Meaning you're not so grateful. You sort of forget that it's not you doing this. And you kind of think, hey, I got this. This is good. And you begin to slip into your old ways. And that pride is just simply saying, and you i i I don't think I don't think any of us are are believing in this nefarious sort of way that we elevate ourselves above God. I think it's just sort of a laziness, a childness a self absorbedness. You know, we we, he remembers how we are made and we never really go beyond a a child mentality. We're very self-absorbed as humanity. And so we become proud. We think, hey, I did this. And you know how many times Matt and I have been in that place? We get in that place of like coasting because we think we've arrived only to bump, 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 boom, crash back into the gutter. And that's when we forget. And this is really the point of this entire episode is I have it written down. I have two phrases that I have written down. One is be wise in love. Be wise knowing that love has a, a set standard And I do not have to fear that he will deviate from his truth. I do not have to fear that he will come in wrath. Instead, I need to be wise in love. Do not deviate far from the law of love. Be wise. Stay close. And the second thing that I have written down is just don't forget. It's when we forget what we've gone through. It's when we forget the lessons that those hard lessons that we've learned. It's when we forget the past that we repeat it in the future. So my, my beckoning call for you as we close out 2021 is to just don't forget. Take some time to reflect on this year. Take some time to reflect on the past two years. What lessons did you learn? What what journey did you take down the rocky road of life? What bruises are on your shins and what scabs are on your knees? Do not forget do not forget the source of life that beats in your blood do not forget love be wise in love but that requires you to take some time to remember The good thing is, is mercy follows us every single day of our life. So when we forget, the consequences will show back up. The bumps and bruises will be there to remind us, hey, don't forget, you're out of alignment It's time to get back into alignment with love. It's time to get back into the divine flow. You can tell right away when things are in alignment because you're continually being wise in love and you're bringing yourself back to that place where you will not forget who you are and what your source of life comes from. I wish you the most loving and prosperous and happy new year. This is going to be an amazing year if you decide it to be. No matter what happens, you are connected to the divine source of God. Be wise in love and just don't forget. I wanted to say thanks again for listening to this week's episode. Remember, you have a special gift that this world needs. Keep on growing. Keep becoming the better version of yourself. No matter what, stay present in this moment as you pursue an abundance.